On today's show, the Dallas Mavericks get the win against the Sixers, build up a lead, almost lose it again. Luka Doncic and Kyrie Irving, are they the best duo to ever play for the Dallas Mavericks? It's looking like it. We'll talk about why on today's Lockdown Mavs. I'm Luka Doncic, and this is Lockdown Mavericks. Now to the Mavericks. Don't believe you shouldn't be here. Loyalty never fades away. And welcome. You are locked on to the Dallas Mavericks. My name is Nick Engstead, media member and NBA channel manager for the Locked On Podcast Network. Letting it ride. Let it ride, baby. Thanks for being part of the show, making Lockdown Maps your first listen each and every day and every post game. We are free and available on all podcast platforms, including YouTube. The best way you can help us grow the show is to listen every day and to comment anything below. Let us know in the comment section what impressed you the most about Luca and Kyrie's 40 point game. The one thing that impressed you the most. Joining me, as always, my co host, writer, contributor at Mavs.com, the Let It Ride Reject. The one more thinking, what you got for me, Isaac Harris? 40 po- over 40 points each from Kyrie and Luca. Nuts. Let's do this. But uh, biggest takeaway from tonight, Luca and Kyrie have not played chess yet. So I <laughs> uh, just wanted to make sure we covered that. That but. capital J for, for journalist for Isaac Harris asking the big questions. Kyrie That's had no idea what why you asked that question, but he did laugh at it, which I found funny. He threw in dominoes also. <laughs> I've not like, played him in chess. I've not played him in dominoes. That's another <laughs> game we have to ask Luca about. And as you talked about earlier on your uh, Twitter, it did not leak, which was the, a great night. The biggest upset of the night, the AAC roof did not leak. We had a giant rainstorm. There was Transformers blowing up all over the place in DFW, and uh, you lost power. You didn't have internet until like one minute before we started recording this episode. Yep. And uh, yeah, the, the AAC roof didn't leak. Also... Playing the Sixers in Dallas gave me flashbacks to last year when the rim was bent and they had to take like a 40-minute break Ooh. in the fr- in the middle of the first quarter to fix the rim and all that. Uh, that took me that took took me back to all that. But today we'll break down the Dallas Mavericks win against the Sixers, 133 to 126. Oh, gotta let it ride on the good wins. Luke and Kyrie get 40 points each, and then we'll break down how it happened and other notes in. Uh, game notes from us. Luka Doncic and Kyrie Irving. 40 points each. Combined for 82 points of the Mavericks, 133. And to me, the thing that stood out was Kyrie Irving being aggressive. We're, we, yeah. we're used to this at this point from Luka. It, it doesn't make it less special. Maybe less special because he has 40 points all the time. But we've seen aggressive Luka, especially from the jump. We've seen Luka Doncic come out and score 17 points in a first quarter. A bunch. Like a ton of times this season. We have not seen Kyrie Irving come out and score 10 points in the first quarter and then another uh, 10 points in the second quarter and come out then in you know the third quarter and, and score a couple times. And then in the fourth quarter, be be aggressive and score 11 points. Like we have not seen that from Kyrie Irving, and I wonder if the Lakers and the Pacers' losses flipped a switch in him that's just, hey, I got to just be more aggressive. I've tried to fit in. I've tried to do this. We, I just got to get going. I just got to go get mine. I'm going to flip the switch. Um, <laughs> one of the things that I was noticing earlier, and I think Kid alluded to it a little bit post game, but you know th- they let him go a little bit more in the first, and 
you know, I was up in the press box. I'm like, Kyrie didn't come out of the game. He's not coming out of the game right now. And he played a little bit more in the first quarter. And I was like, are they going to let him both kind of go the distance uh, in the first quarter there? Because like we've seen, you know, Luca typically plays the whole first quarter. Kyrie will, you know, so they can, you know, alternate their minutes and all that stuff. He'll go out, leave towards the end of the first. But he played a little bit longer. So I was like, man, I, I wonder if they're just going to try to play them a little bit more tonight. But um, so I think they, you know, they changed up the rotation just a tad, but it was also how efficient they were too. Yeah. Like, I mean, it was insane. I mean, even looking at their outside shooting tonight, I mean, Kyrie was six of eight from the <laughs> from three Jeez. point line and Luca was seven of 13. I mean, you look at it from the field that both shot 22, you know, shots tonight, Kyrie hit 15, Luca hit 13. That's 68% and 60%, you know, or 59%. <laughs> so, I mean, this is just unreal, you know, <laughs> efficiency. So, yeah, I mean, this is when when you have a duo like this, and we've talked about them heading into the playoffs, and you have you know two guys that can play at this level. We've always wanted a guy that can play at this level with Luka Doncic, and now he has one of those guys. Like Brunson is having an incredible season. They should have never let him go. He should be on this team right now. There you go. But he's <laughs> but his ceiling is not what Kyrie Irving's ceiling is. No. KP ceiling is not what Kyrie Irving's ceiling you know is. Davis Berton's ceiling is not the same as Ky- pew pew Sorry, pew, so. pew pew pew. <laughs> um, but no, I mean, it, tonight's the night you look at it and say, "Holy crap!" Like we have, you know, one of the best duos in the whole league. Kyrie and Luca, forty points each. The first Dallas Mavericks duo to score forty points each in the same game, which is kind of wild. Think about going all the way back to nineteen eighty. You've never had two teammates score forty points in the same game. That's kind of I mean, who would it be? Dirk and Jet. <laughs> Dirk and Jack, Mark maybe. Uh, uh, Roddy, Roddy B had one in Dirk's time. OJ Mayo had a 40 spot in Dirk's time. Michael wow. Finley did. Bet y'all didn't think you'd hear OJ Mayo in today's <laughs> pod. Uh, yeah, those are those are the guys that had 40 points in a, in a game like around Luke, around Dirk. Wait, that's it? <laughs> that's that's the only one in Dirk's time timeline? Is well, yeah, Jamal guys. Mashburn did it in 95. Yeah, Michael Finley yeah. in 2002. Roddy B in 2010, OJ Man in 2012, and then Luca in 2019. I guess you got that one <laughs> with with, wow. with Dirk. But yeah, those are the only ones to score with Dirk. But yeah, the only two to score 40 points each. And Kyrie now becomes just the 14th Maverick of all time to score 40 points in a game, joining those guys that I mentioned before: Tim Hardaway Jr. Going back to you know Jay Vincent, Mark Aguirre, Rolando Blackman, um, Derek Harper had one at this juncture, you know, and others. So. Uh, it, a, a historic game for the for those two guys, and yeah, like I, I thought that they allowed Kyrie to play a little bit more. He played 42 minutes in this game, and I just thought that he just let loose, like he he let loose a little bit more, and he really wanted this one. He said it after the game. He 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 like disguised it as I wanted this one because of the two losses against the Lakers and the Pacers. I kind of wonder if he wanted it because it was against Harden. There's something, there's something there between those two guys, right? Kyrie was, was really aggressive. You you know, you know, their time in Brooklyn didn't go well and that Harden wanted to leave because of Kyrie and all that. So, you know, there's a little bit of F you in that for Kyrie. And, uh, but the Mavericks come out on top with it and man, Efficiency was was a good word that you said because they this, just this team overall led by these two guys, fifty five percent from the floor, fifty two percent from three. They didn't hit a lot of free throws, which is kind of strange, but 
uh, man, they were just hitting shots. And it's because they were creating wide open shots. And with, with Kyrie, if he's this good, they're going to win games. If he was this good, or at least even half of this good against the Pacers or against the Lakers, they would have won those games, right? He had down games against those two teams. So this is, this is how they win, right? Do the Adam Sandler from uncut gems. This is how I win. This is how the Dallas Mavericks win. And uh, it has to be with, with Kyrie stepping up his game like this. Yeah. And, and, you know, I think he'll find his groove with that, that other unit there at the beginning of the fourth. And maybe they even switch some things up because, you know, that's, that's when it got really scary. And, you know, somebody asked him post game tonight, like, Hey, what was going through your mind? I think it was McMahon, you know, when the, that, uh, that fourth quarter run, you know, happened and he was like, Oh no, not again. <laughs> and you know, it was, it was such a weird stretch. There's and ones, bad fouls, bad turnovers. And, you know, Kyrie wasn't playing well during that stretch. And, you know, it took Luca coming back in the game and then they both started hitting some shots and, you know, they pulled this thing out, but I, you know, I got, Got a little scared there for a little bit. Oh, absolutely, and and you should have because the Mavericks have given up leads this weekend. They they gave up a lead like this coming up. Let's talk about how the Mavericks pulled this game out. We'll go through our game breakdown and explain that coming up. But before we do, let me tell you about the Nissan Electric Player of the Week. Man, five to pick. Oh. Five to pick one. Nissan's most electric player of the week is brought to you by the all new all electric 2023 Nissan Aria. My elect- I got one. <laughs> go go for it. I'm going to go with Maxi Kleba. Oh, yes. Call Welcome him. Welcome back, Maxi. Call him. Call Had a him. good first, first game against Indiana, even though they lost the game. But uh, came off the bench tonight, gave him a good 20 minutes, and, yeah, hit a couple threes. He's he's getting back in the groove. He means a lot to his team. Welcome back, Maxi. He means a ton to this team. The crowd was electric when he came back the first time. I think that they were even they're even electric when they you know introduced him this time. I, I really appreciated how the crowd welcomed him back because uh, it's almost like they were plugged in, and then <laughs> when he came back, the electricity just went nuts. There was a stunningly powerful cheer when Maxi Kleba came back, and I was surprised that. I was surprised that the fans knew that he was that important to this team, but he is because they've seen the paint defense and the perimeter defense, and it was just a little bit better in this game. But It's so much better for the economy when Maxi's back. (laughs) The 2023 Nissan Aria packs pin you to your seat power and premium intelligence all in one EV, just like Maxi Kleba, the all-new, all-electric 2023 Nissan Aria. Shop now at NissanUSA.com. All right, Isaac Harris, let's talk about this game. The Dallas Mavericks get the win 133 to 126. Apparently, they just can't win games unless they score 130 points. But you start with this game, and the first two quarters, they were just playing them even, pretty much. I thought they were just meeting them shot for shot. There was no real big runs. You know, the biggest lead of the game at that point was like six points for the on the Mavericks side. Uh, you get to halftime, the Mavericks had 144.9 offensive rating which is just like absurd to even think about how good that offense is the Sixers at 136 and uh you had Luka and, and the stars were showing up right it was it was Luka with 25 Kyrie with 20 you know Embiid had 17 of his own and you get to that third quarter and what went right for the Mavs in that third quarter oh well man well I was actually gonna mention this in the first half real quick Kyrie played you know a little over 21 minutes out of the 24 minutes uh in that in the first half, kind of going to what we were saying earlier that they just let him play, you know, a little bit longer and all that. But yeah, they, they started hitting some threes. You know, I mean, I know they I hit mean, 25. What? Oh, I mean, that that's it. <laughs> they started at three. 
No, I'm saying in in the third quarter, you know, Reggie Reggie, you know, hit all three of his threes in the third quarter. Luca, uh, you know, obviously plays a ton in that third quarter um, because that's his rotation. He plays the whole third, and you know, he was 50 percent from three uh, in that in that third. Maxi, that's when he could hit a couple of his threes. That was their biggest thing. I mean, it it felt like they were invincible <laughs> in that third quarter because you know they out they end up outscoring them by like what 14, 15 points uh, there in that third quarter, but. That I mean, that was the stretch that you know put the well. Never mind. I was gonna say put the game away, but then <laughs> should have put the game away. Put them up by twenty five at a certain point. Mavericks started that quarter twenty to four, a twenty to four run to start it. That's how they built up their twenty point lead at that point, point. Uh, and that was just with the starters out there. That was no Maxi. You know, that was still with yeah. Um, that was still with the starters out there. And so, uh, I mean, what what about the total opposite though? To start the fourth, it, it, I mean, it was like three minutes into the fourth quarter, and it was a fifteen zero run. Like Dallas <laughs> still hadn't even scored yet, and that's where the bench unit tonight. That's where I'm really curious to see if there's some things. You know, I, good luck. I don't know if you can guess what Jason Kidd's going to do, but <laughs> you know, I'm really curious to see how they like. Do they do they you know move some things around in the rotation because the bench unit tonight. Um, they struggled hard, you know. Tim Hardaway minus twenty one, uh, Christian Wood minus twenty one, Justin Holiday minus sixteen. You know, is that bench unit there? That, you know, with that, that fifteen zero run really hurt both of their plus minuses in that. But they're, I, I they're, know they're, they're that, out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I, I wonder if they shift some things around, uh, shift some you know combinations and stuff to see if you know there's some better combinations with that. Th- this is going to be the playoff rotation you probably see though, right? I mean. It's an it was a nine man rotation tonight. Tim Maxey, Christian Wood, Justin Holiday off the bench. Like it was kind of a good little preview of, you know, both Kyrie Luca playing big time minutes, playing a lot. This is the closest thing to a preview of a, what a playoff series I think will look like for Dallas that that we've seen in a while. Yeah, I thought that. Yeah, we got we got thirty two minutes of Josh Green back, which is which is super great. <laughs> we we wanted that, and we're questioning that. Tim Hardaway Jr. twenty points or twenty minutes off the bench. One thing with Tim Hardaway though, and you say that this is a playoff rotation, and we we like the minute distribution for for this team right here. Uh, Maxi's still on a minutes restriction, so we know that yep. that he's still he's gonna he's gonna be playing some more. And Tim Hardaway Jr. in the fourth quarter, seven minutes fifty seconds left. He leaves that he he exits the game and then he goes to the locker room and he never came back into the game. So I don't we know. We never got an update. We never got weird. an update on it. There was nothing about it. So maybe he just maybe just didn't come back in uh, because he, he seemed upset too. Like we we noticed it up there and it's like he kind of just untucked his jersey, went straight to the locker room. So and but a couple of like trainers and stuff followed him. It didn't look it didn't look like a you know a Christian Wood Indiana. It didn't look like he was he was like just mad and went back. That I thought maybe it could have been an injury, but um, yeah, I know that's why I think it was something like that. I don't know. Well, we don't know. We don't know for sure. Yeah. So I just found that interesting with Tim only playing twenty minutes. That's different than we've seen in the past against you know, um, you know from from Jason Kidd playing that. But who knows what Jason Kidd's gonna do? I'm not playing. I'm watching. <laughs> hey, can I can I ask you? Were you surprised a little bit of how they played Embiid? I mean, they basically just said Dwight. I mean, they were literally matching Embiid's minutes with Dwight yeah. and just saying, "All right, you can have forty if you want." I mean, he didn't end up with forty, but it. I was I was a little shocked. I thought they would bring a little bit more doubles. I thought they would run a little bit more zone, and they didn't. They didn't. They didn't necessarily double. They doubled when he like held the ball when he when he didn't make a move right <laughs> off the catch. Yeah. Right, like if he held onto the ball and he was just you know posting up there or whatever wherever he was on the court. 
They did send the double. They did send help a lot. It wasn't like a full double, but they came over and like Josh Green would come over and dig real quick and try to slap the ball out of his hands. Luca would do the same. A couple guys got fouls that way, just trying to slap the ball out of Embiid's hands. But Embiid was pro- was like probable going into this game, and I wasn't. I didn't feel like there was a lot of a sense of urgency from him because I was expecting him to come out and score like fifty because I think that he could have with the way the Mavs defense has been playing. Uh, and I just didn't see him get real aggressive. He scored 35 points in this game, but he had like he had eight kind of late points in the fourth quarter where he was just going at it and trying to catch back up. And I felt like he could have done all those moves he did in the fourth quarter. I felt like he could have done it all game. Um, so maybe he was still dealing with a sickness, but he's just just but, didn't see as just didn't seem as aggressive as you would think. Uh, and he was settling, you know, settling for the jumper, which we've seen from him recently. And Dwight was playing drop against him a couple times, and Embiid would just settle for the jumper. I wonder if they just set up Dwight and said, "All right, just don't foul him. <laughs> just just try not to foul him and send him to the free throw line a ton of times." Uh, he went to the free throw line thirteen times anyway, but just don't try to like to foul him so much. And Dwight's pretty good at not fouling. Uh, he does. I don't know if he with his face. Yeah, he, he will. He will uh, take the foul with his face, but. My- yeah. My only counter to that is I don't think offense was the problem tonight. Like Philly put up 126. They should never lose a game in which you put up 126. I mean, he had 35. Tyrese Max had 29. James Harden had 27. Like, that's pretty dang good. Like, yeah, but you, it, you had a pretty I mean, you shot no, 44% and, and, from three. Like And beat against this team, though, with like what you said, we're trying to figure out, okay, how did the Maver- how were the Mavericks successful against them beat? And we're trying to figure this out. Well, that that means Tells you all you need to know. He sh- he should have easily had forty tonight. I know, but if he had forty, that means Maxie's not scoring his twenty nine, or James Harden's not scoring, you know, his twenty seven. Like, I just think you if you put up a hundred and twenty six, it shouldn't be about hey whether you posted up more or all that. Their defense is just horrible. Now you, I think you could do the same thing. Like, hey, he wasn't that aggressive like defensively tonight. He picked off a few of Lucas passes. I was laughing at that. I'm like, Luca just thought he had him a few times, like backdoor that long. You know, you know, full court pass felt like one handed every time with Luca. Just like thri- tries the one handed pass, and then B just catches it, and you're like, "Oh dang, he's huge!" But but that's the man. If I'm a Philly fan, I'm worried going into the East playoffs. Like, I mean, they who who's playing defense for them? I mean, is is it just PJ Tucker and Melton and Melton like and Jalen McDaniels with his four fouls in 30, 39 seconds or whatever it was? Wh- have you ever seen that? Like no, not four fouls. A couple of them, are, they're kind of questionable. But still, four fouls in like 45 seconds of playtime is wild for Jalen. I talked to I, Keith Pompey. I impressed. Talked to Keith Pompey after the game, and he was like, they don't have Matisse anymore. Like, Matisse Tybal was, was like an all-defensive player that they were able to play a zone, and he would mess things up on defense. And then, you know, it didn't really give him a ton on offense. Jalen McDaniels at least had given him a little bit more on offense, but uh, he, he isn't the same on defense. And then, you know, P.J. Tucker's... Was play he played twenty four minutes in this game. He was a minus thirty. <laughs> because he's because he's like, I don't know, thirty plus you know, fifteen years they, old. They need a lot from him. They need him to do a lot. And that's the thing. It's like, man, if Maxi for them was like a, a good defensive guard, it would change a Tyrese ton for them. Max. You gotta you gotta yeah, clarify yeah, the Maxi. Uh, yeah, sorry, sorry, sorry. Uh a uh, Sixers fan Harden, Harden looks good. A Sixers fan came up to me after the game and was like, Hey, on your show. Make sure you give a shout out to Mac to, to Maxi. He's a, a Dallas native, and I was like, Maxi Kleba, and he's like, mm. he's like, you got me, you got me. But no, yeah, Tyrese Tyrese Maxi, a lot of family in in the crowd. Today. Yeah, he's a, he uh, from Garland's own Tyrese Maxi. But yeah, like this team, 
they are going to struggle defensively. Although the Mavericks did make tons of tough shots <laughs> in this game, like and it's Luca and Kyrie, right? Like even a team I mean, in the yeah, even the team of the Sixers are top ten defensively, just kind of because of Embiid and some of those guards. But that Luca and Kyrie were just that good tonight. I mean, that was really the difference. Luca torching Joel and the picking, you know, picking roll there and. The step backs was nasty. And the quote from Kyrie after the game where, the, you know, he was asked about well, how do you approach going at a big man like Embiid? He said, make him dance, baby. Make him dance. I got to get, I got to get that as a drop. Yeah. Hey, you still got to do the drop of, I did my own research. He, Kyrie did say he did his own research about something tonight, which. Isaac Please do I, it. Isaac, you got to pull Isaac, I got I got to laugh at it. You got to pull that for any time we like drop like a big stat or something. You got to like <laughs> pull that drop. <laughs> That'd be great. Um, coming up, let's talk about what else we saw from this game. What do we see from Josh Green, his extended minutes? What do we see from um, from Christian Wood, from Maxi Kleba? Let's talk about that coming up. But before we do, let me tell you about Built Bar. Built Bar is a protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. They're delicious. You can get them at Walmart and Sam's Club now, and they have a ton of flavors all the time. These flavors, probably only available online. Lemon dipped cheesecake? Uh, sounds great. No, that's not that's not a, that's not a flavor for you. Maple donut. Okay, that one. That one t- yeah. Now I'm talking. Cookie dough chunk puff. Sign me up. You're up for that one. The grasshopper cookie one is back. I like that bar. You can blast that one to the sun. <laughs> Banana cream. No caramel. I'll stay with caramel the other apple. One. Oh yes, that, give me a caramel apple. That one. Caramel. It's caramel. Caramel apple. Yeah. Uh, caramel. Some people say caramel. I'm down. 140 calories, 17 grams of protein, 4 grams of sugar, and a bar covered in 100% chocolate. They are all delicious. I love the puffs. The brownie batter puff is my favorite one. Go check it out. You can get it at Walmart, Sam's Club, or .com, or online at built.com. All right, Isaac Harris. Let's keep talking about the Dallas Mavericks win against the Sixers. Uh... We've run through mo- we've run through most of my- we've run through most of my que- most of my questions that I re- that I wrote down. Um, Let me ask you this question. Yeah. Did this win change any of your worried rankings? Because I mean, I, I was joking on you know, on yesterday's pod that, you know, we talked about all the stuff we're worried about, everybody's freaking out. I'm like, "All right, well, what if they go and they beat the Sixers and then the Suns <laughs> on Sunday? How would that change everything?" And you're like, "Oh, it changed a lot." You know, so like did it change anything? Because I kind of understand some of the uh, online reaction to this game is, <laughs> all right, it took 40 points each from Kyrie and Luka, something that's never happened in franchise history, <laughs> and 133 points for them to beat Philly. Is that sustainable? And 25 of 48 from three, like 52% from three, where you know Bullock was five of 10, where you know Tim Hardaway is two of four, Maxi two of four, Christian Wood two of five. Josh Green, 50%. Like, Kyrie, 6 of 8. Luka, 7 of 13. Like, that's the thing that I think is not sustainable. However, that's how they win games. That's how they won games in the playoffs last year. And if they can get hot, they can beat anybody. I'm looking at TNT set right now with Kenny, Jack, and Charles, and they have the big board behind them. And the number one thing on there says, a dark horse in Dallas? They're going to play spoiler. Like, calling them a dark horse is kind of exactly what they are. Uh, Champ is the mascot, and he's he's a horse. But also, this team's going to play spoiler because if they can get hot, they can beat anybody. Like, you look at some of these possessions where Embiid, Embiid usually messes stuff up defensively. 
a ton. And he was just helpless against Luca because you're following him, you're following him, you're doing everything right. And all of a sudden, he whips a pass behind his head. It goes straight to Maxi Kleba, who's wide open. No one's near him within 15 feet. And he hits a wide open three. And boom. Like, the Mavs' best defense right now is a made shot. <laughs> so they got the most made sh- Like, if they make a shot on offense. They made a bunch of shots tonight. They were able to set their defense. And they still didn't defend well at all. And they still almost blew no. the game in that fourth quarter. It came back within, what, it was six points? Four points at one point. Mm. It was four points at nine minutes and 20 seconds in, the, in that. They went on, Philly went on a 15-0 run uh, in that. Did, it, did, did this game change your opinion on the Mavs? No, because, I, one, I wasn't as, like, worried as, like, some people, like, just because I want to give it more games. Like, just, that's just threw me out of the bus right there. No, but that's the thing. I mean, even Kyrie said it after a game. He joked. He's like, yeah, just, you know, give us some more games. <laughs> you know, kind of, yeah. uh, I forgot what the question was. He's like, I, you know, I want some more, you know, a few more games here. And, yeah, so that's the thing. It it validated a, what you're saying is, man, the ceiling of this team, they yeah. can beat anybody. And it's like when you have two guys like that. And you, and I, I'm not trying to, like, I feel like some people could listen to that and say, oh, well, okay, the best version of any team can beat anybody. No, no, I don't I don't think so. I don't <laughs> think everybody has the high, a, a, a ceiling that high. And because you have two of the best players in the league. That's why you swing for a Kyrie Irving, to have two of the best players in the league that on any given night, they can both put up 35 each. Especially considering the style of game in the playoff, in the playoffs, right? Like, it slows down. It's one-on-one. Charles Barkley tonight said, you know, the, the Mavs, all they have is two of the greatest one-on-one players in the league, and that's it. Okay, that works really well in the playoffs sometimes. That worked really well last year with Luka and Brunson just going one-on-one against guys and scoring enough and their defense holding their own. So now you have a guy that can, you know, do that even more with, with Kyrie Irving. And sometimes, you know, it's... It, Baskets become really tough in the playoffs at certain points. And guess who can make tough baskets? And guess who can give you a basket when you need it? Luka and Kyrie. And so it's it's because of how the game will change in the playoffs that the Mavericks can play spoiler and they're going to beat they're going to beat some team in the first round that like is going to be upset about it. <laughs> right? Like wh- whoever it is, Clippers or I think who Kings or loses Grizzlies or whoever it is. Somebody a bunch of teams in the first round will be really upset about their season being over. And I think it's going to be at the hands of the Mavericks at some point. Uh, after that, we'll see. But I like I liked how Jason Kidd acknowledged. I mean, this isn't like it's you know playing <laughs> rocket science here, but it's something we've talked about over and over. But just hearing Jason Kidd talk about post game tonight of the differences of play between Kyrie and Luca, and how you know Kyrie is more push the pace, like less you know it's more flow. You know, use that word uh, compared to Luca, and he used the word more deliberate and a little bit slower pace and. Once again, we know, like, we all watch the games too, but it was just, you know, something different hearing the head coach talk about too. The thing I also thought that I liked what Jason Kidd said. Good morning, Isaac. Other than that, was that Luca and Kyrie are different when you double them, in that Luca kind of, like, Luca can plant himself and be physical enough to get a pass out of a double team. And that Kyrie is quick enough to get through or around a double team. We saw him tonight, we saw him split some defenders. Oh, that, uh, that play was nasty. Third quarter. Third quarter, eight minutes and ten seconds. Kyrie splits two defenders. He has that hang layup where he kind of hangs and does some crazy stuff and puts the ball up. That was the like that capped off the Mavs 20 to 4 start to the third quarter where they, they built that 20 point lead. Like we see the, the little differences between them. I still think they can work that 
the doubles a little bit better, but their offense was incredible tonight. So I don't know if there's any criticism I can give of the, of their, yeah. of the Mavs offense in this game. Um, but yeah, I did find that interesting of how they can attack doubles and how it's different. And that's what Jason Kidd was talking about. Yeah, for sure. I mean, they got to rein in the turnovers. They had 12 turnovers tonight. They got to get that number down. Um, that's, going like back their, to the, that's like their season average. I know, but it, I don't know. Am I being too stingy of saying, can we get that down below 10? Um, they averaged 12.3. So they were under their, their season average for turnovers. Get the turnovers down. <laughs> Uh, the bench unit tonight, outside of, you know, you talked a little bit about Tim. Maxie's obviously going to replace Dwight at times and be that stretch five. Yeah. Um, you know, Christian Wood's going to have better games. He was minus 21 tonight. It was a bad hit a couple, game. Hit a couple threes. Um, you know, it's what, a couple games in a row now that he's had a couple bad stretches. He only played 14 minutes tonight. Um, you see a little bit. This is a really big throw, throwback to the beginning of the season. Before the season even started, we made, like, bold predictions. And – I'm going to lose this because of Maxie's injury. But one of my Super Bowl predictions was Maxie's going to play more total minutes than Christian Wood this year. <laughs> and I I just think that that's what's something you're going to see happen. I mean, it happened tonight and Maxie's coming back from injury. I think you're going to continue seeing that. I think you're going to see it come to playoff time too. And yeah. So, but either way, Christian Wood's going to, I would be surprised if he ever like stopped getting minutes at all. He's going to get minutes. It's just going to be in that like 15 to, you know, 20 minutes a game, but he's got to show defensively. He can do it. And he had a couple threes tonight. Austin Gurria on Twitter pointed out that, that Christian Wood will play the, the Davis Bertans role in the playoffs where don't forget Davis played like 12 minutes a game in the playoffs. They had to play him because they were just, yeah. they're just running out of guys. And uh, having Christian Wood in that spot, I think is better than having, than having Davis Bertans in that. Spot. Oh yeah. For yeah. sure, because he can give you some different things. Davis still hurt too. Yeah, Davis is still out. We'll see if, if when he comes back. But but yeah, so we saw the we saw the playoff kind of rotation in this game. Um, and yeah, let us know in the comment section below what was the most impressive thing about um, this forty point game from Luca and Kyrie that both of them got it. Guys, thanks so much for hanging out with us on Lockdown Mavs. Appreciate everybody that came up to me during the game. There was probably like. I don't know, 10 people that came up to me during the game that I gave stickers out to. I still give out stickers. Somebody came up and said, do you have any of those locked on condoms? And that cracks me up every single time. We should get branded condoms. Um, (laughs) One last thing. Clip that. Bates, clip that. Remember, Sunday, 12 o'clock tip at Central Time. Yeah. Um, The Suns are in town. So, you know, back-to-back games, James Harden, Kevin Durant, See if uh, Kyrie keeps it going, and uh, I'm excited for that one. It should be a massive game. That one is going to be so interesting to see how serious they take it because Luka hates the Suns. Kyrie Irving will want to play against KD, and, uh, yeah, we'll see what happens with that. So we'll have a post game for you at some point after the game. We appreciate you guys hanging out with us on Lockdown Maps. Peace out. Boom.